This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello, beautiful people. Good morning. You are tuned to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and you are listening to a program called Your Time to Shine, All Things Self-Love. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm super excited that we get to spend the next 25 minutes, half an hour together. And um, I have a very exciting topic um, lined up for today, so I'm super excited to share it with you. So my name is Celine Harlow. Um, I am your host. Um, yes, my family name sounds very strange because I'm French. I was talking to somebody, um, I was calling two degrees yesterday uh, because I had something that I needed to sort out with them. Sort out with them. Sounds very serious. It wasn't at all. And anyway, I was giving her my my family name and she's like, oh, down sound, that sounds really French. And <laughs> I started to laugh. It's so awkward. I think I should have... Um, I should have gotten my my husband's name instead. It would have been so much easier for me, but it is what it is. <laughs> so anyway, my name is Celine, and I am your I am the host of Good Time to Shine. And for the past four years, I have been training women from all over the world to help them find self love and the courage to anchor their dreams into reality. Which sounds very fancy. That's actually my tagline: anchoring your dreams into reality. <laughs> But it is what it is. <laughs> so I talk a lot about self-love, self-worth, self-acceptance, self-care. And we're actually going to talk about self-care today. So I'm really excited to share um, my tips with you around that. I also talk about, you know, business mindset. I talked about uh, money and uh, mentality. I talk about... um you know, how you can, um, you know, if you have a message that you want to share with the world, if you have something powerful, if you are um, a holistic practitioner of any kind and you have, you want to heal the world in one way or another, then um, I'm the person for you. So anyway, welcome to this episode of Your Time to Shine. Let's get right into it. <laughs> okay. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about people-pleasing, and I am quite sure that I'm going to mispronounce that word and at some moment, at some point in the show. So people-pleasing, people-pleasing, people-pleasing. <laughs> so um, people-pleasing. So what is people-pleasing? So people-pleasing is when you um, put your needs last, when you put yourself certainly not first or second or even third, when you put yourself last in one way or another. It's when you... Um, refuse to have arguments. It was when you, you know, um, avoid arguments at any cost. It's when you agree with whatever is said in a group because you can't, uh, it's when you don't have opinions or when you refuse yourself the right to have opinions. I have a friend like that. It's so annoying. Um, I remember asking him a question about something um, that we were working on together as a group. And his wife was in the group as well, in the project anyway. And so I was asking him, so what do you think about that, whatever it was? And he said, oh, whatever the wife said. And he said that about every single thing. And I thought that was so annoying. I just wanted to get to know him and I wanted to find out who he was and it, you know what his opinions on our project were and um, and what he wanted from that project. And he was just like, no, nah, whatever the wife said, oh, no, I agree with my wife. It's, no, I want, just ask my wife, whatever. And I found her very frustrating. <laughs> so um, I have another friend. Apparently, yeah, I have a lot of friends like that. Um, I have another friend, and we were um, we were we wanted to have like this restaurant, like we wanted to have dinner together at a restaurant, at a fancy restaurant, and we were trying to um, decide which restaurant we wanted to go to. And um, I didn't know what she wanted or what she liked to eat, and I just wanted to have this nice time with her. And I kept asking her about what she liked to eat and you know, where she wanted to go, whether it was in Havelock North Hastings, Napier, whatever. And um, and she just said, "Oh no, whatever you want." And I just wanted to know what whatever she wanted so that we could, you know, make a decision that would benefit us both. But anyway, um, I can't remember what we ended up doing. It was a long time ago. So anyway, 
So it's something that happens, you know, people pleasing is something that happens with so many people. And, you know, it's, it's like the number one thing that people come to, um, uh, come to talk to me about or want to receive advice on. <laughs> I think that was grammatically correct. I'm not sure. Anyway. And, um, it's something that a lot of people seem to be struggling with. So I'm really excited to be talking to, about this topic with you today. So it can definitely take a different shapes and forms. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, it can look like, you know, avoiding arguments at all costs. It can look like denying yourself uh, the right to have opinions. Um, it could look like actually cons- constantly second guessing yourself. So it's something that I used to do a lot as a teenager. I guess that all of us as teenagers do that. Um, but it kind of, you know, when I was a teenager, I was obs- really obsessed with what people thought about me or what I thought people thought about me. And I was constantly asking my friends, you know, like, oh, did I say the wrong thing? Or did I offend you? Or are you feeling angry with me? Or, oh, I'm so sorry I said that. I didn't mean that. Blah, 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 blah. And I was constantly excusing myself and apologizing for my behavior. Um, you know, and I was obs- really obsessed with, you know, whatever people thought of me. And obviously I really wanted to be, um, accepted and I, um, in my class and I I wanted to feel like I belonged in my in the school environment, which didn't happen at all. Was <laughs> I was really a loner, um, but I was really obsessed with that, and I was constantly kind of trying to fit myself in to. To, I was trying to constantly meet people's demands of me and people's expectations of me, and I'm sure that a lot of people can relate um, uh, uh, with this. So. It, it was really exhausting. I'm super glad that it stopped, but I can see myself that sometimes I can catch myself doing this again. So yeah, let's talk about this. Obviously, I'm going to benefit from this as well. <laughs> so I really used to spend so much energy into that and I was really trying to mold myself into something that people might like and it never really worked because I, I just... I felt like I was playing that game. Sorry, my nose is itchy for you guys who are watching me on YouTube. I'm sorry. I'm not picking my nose. Okay. I'm just itching my nose (laughs) and uh, trying to be polite (laughs) at the same time. So anyway, and I was trying to really fit myself into something that people might like, and it never really worked because I felt like I was playing that game of life and I was trying to play that game of popularity and being accepted in my class and, you know, with um, kids my age are actually above my age. I skipped two classes when I was, um, when I was nine. So a lot of, I'm sorry, a lot of kids in my class, um, actually were like two, three years older than me. It was really embarrassing. Um, anyway. And so I was kind of feeling that I was playing that game of life, that game of school, that game of being a teenager, whatever you want to call it. And I, I just didn't understand the rules. I didn't understand what everybody else wanted from me. And I felt like everybody else understood the rules of the game, but me. And I really stank at that game I just I really was not winning at the game of life (laughs) and um and so what ended up happening is that I was really constantly in this space of fear and I was in this space where I was constantly expecting somebody to tell me that I was not enough that I was you know that I was um I don't know inappropriate that I was um you know that I had said something mean that I was I don't know that in one way or another I was not being enough or I was being too much which is kind of like the, the other side of the coin right and it was really taxing me it was really taking so much energy of me because I was constantly in this space of expecting people to reject me and they often did so obviously I learned a lot of lessons from that experience and I want to share them with you. So, um, when I, when I was 24, um, so I was living in Australia, I was living, um, in Brisbane and I was, uh, you know, uh, taking two semesters, um, at uh, the university of Queensland as, as part of a university exchange program. And so I don't know, anyway, um, I ended up taking this course with the art of living foundation called the happiness program. And I, I know that I have mentioned it in the show before. And one of the things that I learned during that course when I did it for the first time, 
have done it several times since. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> if you have to do a self-development workshop or if you want to learn more about meditation or breathing or calming yourself down and somehow being happier, you need to take the happiness program um, with the Art of Living Foundation. And um, we have teachers coming from Auckland and Wellington actually coming to teach uh, the course in Hawke's Bay. Um, yeah, whenever possible so if you're interested then get in touch with me and i would love to um yeah <laughs> to get you to do the course it's so good and anyway one of the principles that is taught in uh, the happiness program as taught by the art of living foundation is um is this so do not be a football of other people's opinion and the first time i heard this i was like oh yeah like that sounds really good but like you know who can do this um it's easier said than done and um, at that time, I was really constantly, f I was I was feeling like I was in this fast flowing river and I was constantly bumping into like, you know, like a river after a storm or after like heavy rainfall. And there were like, you know, um, stones um, at the bottom of the river and I was hitting them and they were like, I don't know, trunks and they were like branches and they were like, I don't know, whales in the river. Not that there are whales in rivers, but you know what I mean? I was constantly, you know... Um, being pushed by people, people opinions of me, and those are represented by the well in the river and the trunk. Um, do you say trunk? No, it is trunk. Yeah, like a big chunk of wood. Yes, and stones and whatnots and piranhas and anything. And I was constantly kind of being uh, pushed this way and that way, and trying to understand what people wanted from me. And obviously, it changed all the time, and I could never get it right. And, you know, it, it was really during that time, like, you know, my time in Australia was a really transformative time for me, not transformational time for me, not that everybody cares about me, but anyway. And so during that time, I really, I really lost myself. I lost myself in people's opinions and judgments and expectations of me. And it was this really challenging time when I realized that I could no longer do this. I had completely lost myself. I didn't know who I was anymore. And I came to, I reached this point where I thought, okay, I, I can't do this anymore. It's, it's too heavy. It's too difficult. It's too complicated and I can't live the rest of my life like this so I need to find another way to live my life without being bullied by other people's expectations of me and I felt like suddenly the price to pay which was my identity who I was what I wanted from life was too great was too great and um and so the way I, I, I went around this was that I actually realized that I could not love myself and I, I could not accept myself. I did not know who I was and therefore I could not accept that person because I didn't know who she was. And so the way I came, I went around this was that I allowed the universe to love me. And it sounds very silly, but it's something that really changed me profoundly. And so that's my first tip for you. So if you are a people pleaser, you are likely to struggle with self-love. And if you can't do this for yourself, if you cannot love yourself, then you have to allow a force that is bigger than you to love you. And it doesn't matter whether you believe in a God, in source energy, in unconditional love, in creator, in the universe, <laughs> or whatever. It doesn't matter whether you believe in the divine or not. I believe that, you know, we all believe in something that is greater than us, even if we can't put a name to that energy. And, um, I don't know, you can call it, you can call it your highest self, you can call it your enlightened self, you can call it your soul, you can call it your, I don't know, vibrational energy or your eternal self or whatever, your heart, I don't know, whatever. Um, I believe that we all know on some level that, you know, there is something that is greater than us. There's something that is pure and powerful in this universe, that in our world. And um, if you can allow that energy, whatever you want uh, to call it, um, then you can actually, you know, feel yourself releasing that need to be constantly people pleasing <laughs> i would like to find another expression to see that to say this but anyway it is what it is so 
you know, if you feel like you cannot love yourself, if you cannot, if you feel that you cannot accept yourself, if you feel like you cannot nurture yourself, if you feel like you don't even know who you are and what you want from life, if you feel like you have been people pleasing for so many years that you don't even know what your needs, what your own needs are, then the first step for me is to actually find that space where you can be loved and accepted and nurtured completely and unconditionally anyway. And the best way I have found is to really allow that energy of unconditional love, whatever name you give to it, to love you. And um, it is a really powerful space to be in and it's going to heal you in a really powerful way. Um, so, you know, if you don't believe in anything, which I think is impossible, but it is what it is. If you believe in that, then so be it. You know, perhaps, you know, one of the best times when I feel that connection to the universe, to unconditional love, to God, to source, whatever, is when I am in nature. You know, actually just yesterday, um, I woke up very early. I had a 7 a.m. call uh, with my self-development group. Anyway, whatever, doesn't matter. And then it finished at eight and uh, we're still in winter here. And so um, I just went to the bathroom and I brushed my teeth and I just looked out of the window and I noticed out of the corner of my eye, something like really dazzlingly white and blinding. And it was the Kawika uh, mountains, you know, covered in snow. And it was so beautiful. There was no uh, clouds covering them. And, you know, you had that snow on the mountains and the morning light. And that was such a beautiful, beautiful moment. And I really felt stillness. I felt presence. I felt peace. I felt clarity in that moment. And I felt like in that moment, and it perhaps lasted, um, I don't know, 20 seconds, 20 minutes, I don't know. And I really felt deeply connected to all that is. And it was a really powerful moment. So and, you know, it can happen when you just, you know, go for a walk or look at the ocean and you can feel that deep sense of peace and stillness and you can feel that love as well. So um, that's what I want to say about that. So that was my tip number one for you. If you cannot love yourself, then allow the universe to love you anyway. So my tip, um, my second tip for you is, you know, how is it serving you to be a people pleaser? So that's a really powerful question. I'm really excited to share this with you. So so if you are people pleasing, if you're constantly in this space where you're, you know, trying to, um, you know, serve everybody and you're trying to make everybody happy and you're trying to do everything for everyone so that, you know, there's no arguments and there's always our harmony in each and every of your relationships. Sorry, <laughs> I'm speaking too fast and my brain is going really fast. I'm trying to calm myself down. So if you are people pleasing, you are getting something out of that situation. So you may actually be thinking that you are the victim of the situation, that, you know, it's happening against your will. And obviously, you know, in one way or another, it is. But, um, you know, when you believe that that um, it's happening against your will and you're the victim of the situation and there's nothing you can do about it because everybody in your life is mean and cruel and wants something from you and you're such a kind and compassionate person you can't do anything about it you're actually taking your power away from the situation and you're denying yourself the right to heal because you're saying well actually I need that person to change and that person to change and that person to change and that situation to change and then I'll be able to step into my power so I want you to really invite I want to invite you to perhaps adopt a different perspective on, on that situation so and my, from my perspective, you know, people pleasing is um, an, an agreement made between two people. You know, one is the people pleaser, in which case it's going to be you probably. And the other one is the one getting people pleased. I don't know if you can say it, but you know what I mean. So there's one person, you know, serving the other and it is the one who is like being served, <laughs> which sounds really cool. 
but you know what I mean. So what I'm interested in, in knowing here is, you know, how is it serving you to be a people pleaser? What are you getting from this situation? When I dig into that topic with my private clients, what what usually happens is that we'll find that um, when you do everything that you that people want you to do, even if it comes at a cost of not knowing who you are, of losing yourself, of denying yourself the right to be happy, you know, or whatever, or peaceful in the moment, this actually helps you to make sure that you receive love. So in other words, you know, you, you do everything for somebody. You do everything for your partner. For example, you know, you clean the house, you clean the bathroom, you clean the toilets, you, um, you know, go do the grocery shopping, you do everything that you need to do. And, and also you make a beautiful dinner and, uh, you know, you bake a cake from scratch or something and you kind of do all these things. And then you're like, at the end of the day, so look, I did all of this. So are you going to love me now? Are you going to accept me now? Are you going to thank me? Are you going to do something for me now? So you're kind of like giving all of this love and it's it's kind of like, I don't know how else, to, how else to say it, but it's kind of like, so you're giving all of this love and you're kind of expecting something back. And if you don't receive that something back, which is you know often the case with people pleasing, then you're going to feel resentful, you're going to feel sad, you're going to feel lonely, you're going to feel like you don't deserve love and so on. And rejected, forgot to say that. So... So what often happens here is that you may not feel that you're actually worthy of receiving unconditional love, that you're worthy of receiving care, that you're worthy of receiving abundance without having to do anything, without having to do anything. And um, this often comes, you know, from um, actually um, having a, I guess, a perverted, a corrupted version of understanding of corrupted version of love. So we have many different definitions of love. And, you know, we we know conditional love, we know mean love, we know tough love. And there's also unconditional love. Yeah. So, you know, when I say love to you, well, you may say, well, yeah, love sounds great, but I have to do something in exchange and it comes at a cost to me. You know, I cannot receive love just of who I am because I'm not even worthy of receiving love anyway. So, um, you know, it may have been, it may have been that you, it may be that your definition of love comes from your parents and you may have uh, learned that, you know, um, you can only be loved conditionally. It comes at a condition. It comes at a cost. You need to do something in order to receive love. So, well, it's one way to do things. I must say it, but it doesn't work really well. So, you know, when you actually do something, um, and then expect somebody to love you back. Well, you're kind of forcing that person to love you and you're forcing something out of the relationship. It doesn't really work. That was really poetic of me. <laughs> so my question to you really, and what I'm trying to get to here is how is it serving you to be a people pleaser? What are you getting from the situation? Can you think of certain situations where you're constantly or consistently people pleasing and, you know, stepping into, into that role of, you know, doing everything that everybody wants you to do? And, um, you know, how is it serving you to, to, to be the people pleaser? What are you getting out of this? And um, what would happen if you weren't people pleasing? I guess, you know, one thing that happens is that, you know, if you've been people pleasing for many, many years, you um, have conditioned the people around you that you can always be dependent on. You will always be the one who cooks a delicious Christmas dinner for the entire family, 20, 30, 50 people, you know, and everybody can rely on you. If they need something from you, then you will give it to them. That is people pleasing, you guys. And so, you know, what happens is that, you know, if you have conditioned or, um, <laughs> condition the people around you to depend on you in one way or another, what can happen is that if you actually suddenly say, well, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, you know, I'm not going to be people pleasing. I'm just going to do whatever I want and, you know, sod everybody. <laughs> 
what can happen is that you're actually going to create a lot of confrontations and arguments because people are like, yeah, but you've been doing this for so many years and it's been so good for us. So can you do it more? Like, I want you to do this. Like, oh, you're just being so selfish. So, um, you know, one way, what, what actually happens, you know, people from, what can, oh, sorry, let me rephrase this. What can stop you from no longer being a people pleaser is that, you know, um, you don't, you just don't want to have those arguments. You don't want to have those conversations <laughs> and it can happen. You know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really real. So you have to dive into that belief system. You have to dive into the fear of not receiving love. You have to dive into your understanding of, of love. You have to dive into your, um, into what you're getting from from people pleasing, and once you understand what you're getting from this, then you can release it because you understand what you've been getting from that situation. You can reframe the term of the relationships, which is really interesting and really powerful to do. My next question to you, of course, is how can you allow yourself to receive unconditional love right now? You know, what is your ability to receive right now? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And how can you increase your ability to receive right now? If no one can um, love your, you unconditionally, then how can you give that to yourself? Yeah. I guess that one aspect of, of this question is that if you're you know, spending a lot of time people pleasing, it, it probably comes because you have something that's empty within you and you're trying to, I guess, invite or even in some cases force people to love you and to feel that hole inside of your heart, inside of your being, because you can't love yourself. And so where there should be self-love, there is nothing, there is that emptiness, there is that sadness, there is that loneliness, and you're kind of inviting people to love you, you're kind of inviting people to give you what you cannot give to yourself, and that is where a lot of codependent relationships, you know, take place, you know, um, I, I definitely experienced that when I was younger, when I was trying to, when I was, you know, falling in love with guys, and I was trying to, you know, get them to love me in a way that I cannot, could not love myself, and um, it never really worked, because, you know, well, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> But when I actually became able to love myself and to accept myself and to really know myself and love myself anyway, then I was able to feel that hole within me. And then I was able to have much more healthier, much, much healthier relationships with others, whether they were romantic relationships or not. And of course, you know, my third tip for you is to get over your fear of confrontation. So, um... What can happen is that, oh, you guys, I'm a Libra. So I, I love harmony. I love peace. And um, I really detest uh, confrontations and arguments of, of, of all kinds. And so for many years, I used to really um, avoid arguments. I used to avoid confrontations. And for me, being a people pleaser was a way to avoid confrontations and arguments because I was constantly, you know, giving people what I thought they needed, what they needed. And I was kind of like, well, yeah, great. So I'm giving you what you need. And in exchange, you just never angry at me, <laughs> with me. It never really worked. So my third tip for you is to actually get over your fear of confrontation. So it's it's easier said than done, obviously. But um, I would like you to start, you know, talking about what it is that you need. And if you don't know what it is, then actually sit yourself down and ask yourself, so what do I need right now? It could be that you need to go and have a nap. It, need, it could be that you need to go and have some food. It could be that you need to, I don't know, spe spend three days in, in silence. It could be that you need to be with yourself for a little while so that you can actually rediscover yourself and just spend time with yourself. Um, and then, you know, once you understand what you you need what you need and you know from yourself from others from life then you can actually start to request that this take place that you that you get your needs to be fulfilled and um and really you know confrontations and arguments are a part of life and they're not a bad part of life i know that we get scared of um you know people getting angry at us and with us and you know rejecting us and so on 
But there is something powerful that happens during confrontations. You know, this is a time when you can really reflect on the way your relationships have gone off, um, uh, gone or been happening. Sorry, I don't know how a better way to say this for, you know, up to that certain amount of time until the confrontation. You can reframe the terms of the relationship. And it's a really powerful time for you to heal, for you to be honest, for you to be authentic, for you to be self-loving. So, um I would like you to, I would like to invite you to have a confrontation in a, in a healthy way, obviously. So you don't need to, you know, open that uh, bottle of anger that you've been, you know, storing within your heart, like, you know, all that anger and that sadness that you haven't been expressing for all these years. I would like you to actually have a peaceful argument. Why not with somebody that you care about and that you know is going to respect you and going to love you anyway? And it's a very powerful place to be, you guys. It's a very powerful place to be. So perhaps you actually need to have an argument with yourself. You need to um, get over your self-sabotaging patterns and you need to be really brutally honest and authentic with yourself. That would be really powerful. Have a have an argument with yourself. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> good. So that's what I want to share with you. I guess there is so much more that we can talk about, you know, when it comes to people pleasing. But um, tip number two, you know, what are you getting out of this situation is going to be really powerful. And if you want to dive deeper into, um, you know, into your patterns around pe- uh, people pleasing, I would love to um, explore this with you. And it's going to be um, a really fun process for us to explore, to go uh, through together. So you're welcome to get in touch with me. Um, but for now, I really want to to thank you for spending this time with me. I really appreciate this time with you. Um yeah, there's so much more that I would have wanted to say about that topic, but I guess it's enough for today. So I would love to to hear what you got from listening to this episode of Your Time to Shine. Uh, make sure that you let me know, and you can get in touch with me on Facebook, on Instagram. My um, business page is called My Dawning Light, so M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G Light. And um, also, I also wanted to say to you that you can, um, if you have a burning question for me, if you want to, talk, if you want me to talk about a certain aspect of self love, I would love to do that for you. So you can uh, send me a private message on Facebook and Instagram again to my dawning lights, and I would love to actually answer uh, your question on the show uh, because you know this is a really great opportunity that we have here to talk about self love, to explore self love, to explore the power of self love together. And I would love to really um, make the most out of this time. So if you have a question for me, make sure um, that you. Um, that you message me and I would love to answer this in the next episode. Okay, cool. So thank you so much for sharing your time and your energy with me. I um, I really value you. I value that you're here with me. I value that we're exploring this topic of self-love together. And um, yeah, I want you to know that you're amazing, that you're fabulous, that you can absolutely, totally love yourself right now. And I'm sending you so much love and I'll speak to you same place, same time next time. <laughs> Bye. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.